As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Take the podcast experience you're about to have to the next level. Join our That Story Show patrons and get bonus podcast content and more at patreon.com slash That Story Show. You're listening to That Story Show, and this is Retro Keith, That Story Show Grandpa. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. I turned into a bat. I flew into the sweet house. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 314, brought to you the week of October 3rd, 2019. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I. I got to be your friend now, baby. Wow. You know that song from? Um, no. Mm. I and mean, and I would like to move in just a little, little bit, bit closer. <laughs> I do now. There you go. Oh, I know it's that to be. You look, look like you're fun. having fun. Open up your loving yep. arms. Watch, Watch out, out here. I come. You spin so me right round, baby. That's great. We should, be that, in a, we should be in a band together. We should. If it wasn't for the delay that Discord has, we could actually sing together and impress everyone with the, the music of the Three Nights, our former yes. our former band. Wouldn't that be so? We were a trio, but we were more like a duo. We because we sang, and we were the only ones that showed up consistently for practice. <laughs> so. True. True that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, I'm so glad that you're here today, John. I couldn't do the show without you, so thanks, man. You're oh, well, thanks for putting up with me. We also want to say hi to the folks in the chat room. Thank you for joining us live. Hey, um, have you ever heard of Inktober? Inktober is just a, a thing where artists draw something every day for the month yeah. of October, and I'm doing that, and I've been posting it on Facebook so uh, and my Twitter at NLCast and on my Instagram at NLCast. So if you're interested in seeing artwork, uh, check that out. Thanks. Uh, we always start with an opening story. This one's called The Pleasant Prison. Hey, guys, my name is Sia. It's pronounced Sia. So I'm in seventh grade, by the way. I hope you I hope you have an amazing show. Well, thank you. I hope we do, too. Here's a story that may be short but really funny. I live in Rochester, New York, but this story took place in India. I went there for a vacation a couple of years ago because a lot of my relatives live there. Mm-hmm including my dad's side of the family. We were at my dad's brother's house, my uncle, and we were going to get ready to go out. My uncle is a police officer. In fact, he's the chief. Another detail to mention is that my dad and his brother look really alike. They're like twins. They aren't, though. (laughs) So anyway, when we were ready, we get to my uncle's car, a police car. Me and my dad sat in the back, and it's not just any police car. It's like a truck, a huge van, and it's really cool to ride in. So we finally got there, and I was extremely excited to go in and look around. And my uncle had promised me an entire tour. 
So I got ready and my uncle had some, he had to take care of some stuff outside. So he told us to go into the office until we were done. So me and my dad cautiously went inside and that's when it started happening. My dad started getting greeted with salutes of good morning, sir, from the whole room. And he was reluctant. He slowly started to say, I'm not the, ch-, but he got cut off when someone pulled him over and put a case file right in his face. <laughs> and then a man in, in, a, in one of the cells said, and I will never forget this. He said, why is there an imposter here? This is a decent prison. <laughs> so the guy in the jail cell gets it, but everybody in the jail cell could tell <laughs> his coworkers can. And I couldn't hold in the laughter, but everyone else laughed and they thought he was making a joke. <laughs> See, they still didn't get it. <laughs> the guy in the cell oh, wow. knew. I waved bye to the room. Uh, because what else was an eight-year-old me supposed to do? Everyone just looked confused. See ya, Yuani, <laughs> Rochester, New York. That's a great. Uh, thank you so much. You get a you get yes. a hand clap for a hand clap for me too. That was well written. A good little us. chuckle, and yes, Middle very school, well written. Yeah, very well written. Man, I would have loved to have had fun with that if I were if I was you know the Dude. brother or the uncle. Just being the sibling of a twin or somebody that's really close oh. in you just you oh. You could have so much fun at family reunions yeah. or, or just when they came to visit, you could just yep. jack with people big time. Oh, would what so would be great. even better is if you had like a long lost twin, like if you were separated at birth. I know this is terrible sounding, but <laughs> and you like met yeah, up that would as be adults. Awesome, John. <laughs> would be- um, yeah, but just, then you got back and he's like, oh, we're like brothers and we're twins, man. I would have so, I would. Yeah. Once so you got through people. all the heartbreak. And yeah. and the, once you got past that, and the counseling sessions, the questions of your parents, like and, separate us at birth. Yeah, yeah, like Parent Trap. You know the the dark side of Parent Trap that they never right. and they never delved into. But Despicable Me three with Gru and yes, Gru. yes. Yeah. What the heck, mom? What were you thinking? You know. Yeah, it, it's it's hmm. terrible. Even now I'm depressed, but it's okay. Sorry, it's all right. Let's rewind the week. Maybe it'll feel better. <laughs> All right, so this is where we take something from the last, you know, you know, thirty days or ah, the last seven days or so is actually what it's supposed last to be. Last whenever or so. Last whenever, and uh, we pull a story and we tell it to you. So, uh, John, I'd like you to go first today because mine's dumb. Okay, then mine will uh, be a great setup for yours because mine's not. Yours who cares? Is, okay. That's going right. to tell you. Just do it, man. Who cares? Podcast. Yeah, in- Who cares about podcast. entertainment? Oh, that's right. I forgot people listen to us. That's <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Creeping hey, up on 9,000 people, dude. Ooh, I know, right? Wow. They're out there. They're Lo- out there. That's loving crazy. the show. I um, love all 9,000 of you. That's grateful. Anyways, this is, what I, this is my weekly rewind. In my job, I do... A lot of things, and I fix a lot of things, and I got to go around to a lot of places. Of course, most of what I fix is computers, and that's that's cool. So I got a call to the security office uh, yesterday, in fact, and um, they were having some computer issues. So I went in there, and their office is pretty cool. It's right off of one of the main halls, and it's usually dark in there. And um, and the, the the main security guy, the chief guy, he likes to sit really low in his chair. Okay. So when I work at his desk, I'm sitting really low, and it kind of feels like you're sitting on a toilet. <laughs> but it's mean, comfortable. Your knees are all up to your chin. Is it that? Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> and um, and uh, so I'm working on the computer, and I'm trying to get this this thing taken care of. And he's got the door open, and this this class of kids walks by, and, and it's right near the cafeteria. So like they'll they'll like kind of stack up right there. The kids will. So they'll feel inclined to say hello and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm sitting there working on a computer and the kid's like hey pastor john hey hey and so i'm like hey how you guys doing and this one girl yells out she says are you on duty <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't really i chuckled to myself because you know duty is a funny word no matter how you right, say right right she was asking legitimately if i was working as a security officer at the moment <laughs> And the teacher heard her, and I think the teacher misheard her because <laughs> she said to the little girl, she said, that is very rude. We don't ask that kind of question. 
<laughs> so I, I had a very great internal so there's, laugh. There's like four misunderstandings going on at the same time right there. That's great. Uh, so I was on duty, but I wasn't dutying. No, <laughs> but, but you weren't on security duty. No, that's true. I was not. So there's um, like at least three misunderstandings. I may have I may have overshot it before, but that's great. That's, well, hey, I didn't understand what I was doing at the time, so there was that. Well, misunderstanding. That was a great one. I, I like that, especially the part where the teacher steps in and, and fixes it. Because whenever <laughs> there's a pastor around, people start getting itchy. Man, they get nervous. <laughs> And if you if you do something in front of the pastor and you're a kid, man, you're gonna get called out right there on the spot. Yeah. You know, it, it's like that. Do you, do you watch Downton Abbey at all? I'm afraid I do not. Okay, well, good because it's dumb and it's British humor and it's dumb. <laughs> I like British humor. Though. British humor. Um, it's quite good, actually. I like it very much. Uh, yeah. Well, my family watches it, and I always make fun of them because everything is British and drama, and there's lots of violins playing all the time. All right. And everybody's crying and getting rude. <laughs> um, but there's this one character, and she works in the kitchens, and she's real young and happy and spry, and 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 the cook is always telling her, "Know your place, know your place." So. Um, I don't remember what that had to do with anything. <laughs> oh, that's what pe people do to kids in front of pastors. Is is there some variation on that theme of know your place? <laughs> you know, just, yeah, just right. be there and shut up and be a kid and stop talking and embarrassing us. So, oh, man, but they don't know as pastors. We already know all about your life from your kids. That's your, true. Your that's kids true. are like those. Remember those fish you used to get in a package? They were plastic, and they would curl up on your palm and kind oh, of yeah, tell your yeah. fortune. Yeah, yeah, they would yeah. kind of tell your mood based yeah. on the heat coming off your. Right, yeah. that's what your kids are. Right there <laughs> is we can tell all about your life and your family and how you treat them just by spending um, an hour or so with your kid. Like, there's yeah. a kid in my son's class that calls everybody. Um, <laughs> let me see if I a can, name? yeah, he uses a bad word. It's okay. just a specific bad word that he uses and it starts with dumb and it ends with a donkey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Was that, was that clear enough for everyone out there? Clear Is that G rated enough for everyone? And and so this sixth graders running around calling people this and, um, and I'm like, who taught him that? I don't even know the kid. Mm -hmm. I haven't spent a single minute with him, but I know his mom didn't teach him that because his mom kisses his butt all the time. So <laughs> I figure I know this kid has a dad that's abusive verbally, that's barely there. Oh, he works all the time, but he's there sometimes. And when he is there, he's verbally abusive and mom feels guilty and makes up for it all the time by giving him everything he wants because the kid is a spoiled brat. And he's ah. and he's being abusive with his language. See, that shows you that he, your, your kids are just a little plate piece of plastic in your hand, telling us, mm. curling up, telling us all about you. And yeah, and that's you, why parents are shouting at kids all the time, saying, "Know your place, know your place." So, <laughs> don't tell on oh, us. But they already have. So there you go. Well, it's too late. This is a comedy show, oh, and you just got. A, a mini sermon right there. I feel so convicted, yet I feel entertained. Well, at the same if, time. since it's a sermon, I'll go ahead and give you the point. Treat your, be good, be a good family, be good be to good your to kids. People. Yeah, yeah, gum it. Yeah, and yeah. because your kids are an overflow of what's going on at home. That's all it is. Mm. So if you Preach, want them, brother James, if you want Preach. them to behave, oh, mm, I'm, yes. about, I'm about to preach anyway. Let me go ahead and do my weekly update because I'm going to preach anyhow. Um, okay, you my, do it. my weekly update is, uh, <laughs> it happened last night. Um, <laughs> I was, I had to go to the bathroom before I went to bed and my wife was in the bathroom and we, we're not the kind of couple where I'm allowed to pee in the, in there when she's in there. So right. uh, I think we've established that before that she's not comfortable with it. I would be comfortable with it. Um, but she is not. So I had to go down the hall to the kids' bathroom 
that that kind of borders their their bedroom doors. And as I'm coming out, I hear my son. I hear vocals coming out of my son's room. I'm like, what? You know, for a second, then I realize, no, he's talking to it. He's talking in his sleep. I gotta catch this. This is gonna be gold. So I run up, man, and he's thrashing in his bed. He's like, no, no. No, and and he turns over. The dog's looking at him because the dog sleeps with him, and the dog's all kind of tripping out. And he says, "He says, no, it's my turn to ride. My turn to ride in the farm chair." <laughs> <laughs> and he looks so ticked off. <laughs> oh man! Oh, you. I'm sure you didn't have your phone with you, so you no, I couldn't it. get it, man. No, but it's, I. It's my turn to ride in the farm chair. I was like Mary, though. I treasure these things in my heart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I gotta know what was special about this chair but, that made well, it a farm it, The chair. thing is, what I took away from it is, I'm like, Dad, Gummit, he was owning it. He he was standing up for something in his sleep, in his dream, whatever was going on. Somebody was trying to take something that belonged to him. See, it was his turn and it too. was his turn and it was his time. And that's why I want to say right now to some Dang of you it. out there, you huh? know what? Sometimes somebody out there knows what I'm talking about today. Somebody out hmm. there, you don't know. You You don't know what your farm chair is. I don't know what it is. But if Jay can stand up for himself and get his turn in that farm chair, then so can you. Yes. So can you. Maybe your farm chair is that raise you've been waiting on. Mm. Oh, maybe Mm. it's time you claim your farm chair. Maybe it's that struggle at home. Maybe it's maybe it's a break from kids that you need. That's your farm chair. Maybe that's your time. Maybe it's time to have some peace and quiet and you got to claim it. You got to claim it. It's time. Put your hands on that. That's right. Have that farm chair time. You know, yes. it's my turn. You say, it's my turn to ride the farm chair. Hallelujah. I don't know who out there needs to hear this. I know. I did. But I know. I know you've been going without your turn in the farm chair for too long. So let's all follow Jay's example. Claim what is yours and ride it. Ride it. Ride it. Ride it. Hallelujah. Ride that farm chair all the way to heaven and back. Believe it. Receive it. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I just felt somebody out there needed to know it's okay. It's more than okay to claim your turn on whatever your farm chair is. Amen. Mm. Amen. 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 I feel All like right. we need to take up an offering right now. <laughs> we will. Uh, Patreon.com slash that story show. That's where you need to go. So thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> I thought you said that wasn't going to be a good weekly rewind because <laughs> that was so good. I am not only encouraged and uplifted, but I am also entertained. <laughs> You're going to claim your... Uh, your, your farm chair time? I'm taking my farm chair. It, it did. It inspired me. And that's when I went to bed thinking. I'm like, what in my life am I not standing up for and and taking taking for myself <laughs> that I need to take? You know? Dad Gummit, what who 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 what is my farm chair? So what if my, my if if my son, who is usually mild mannered and easygoing, can get hot, you know, hot headed and, and demand his time, his turn. Uh, then, then maybe that can be inspiring for someone out there. I don't know, but mm. the, the yes. people in the chat room are, are weeping and falling on their face, and they don't even mm, know what they're yes. repenting to. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're they're saying yes, Howard. Yes, Howard. I feel that spirit. Yes, Lloyd. Yes, Lloyd. I receive name. it. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyway, (laughs) it's time for us to do something dumb. Uh, The human lie detector. Yes, sir. It is time for the human lie detector. And as you all know, this is a time when one of us will tell a story about something that may or may not be true. And it will be up to the other one to determine through a series of a couple of questions whether or not this story is true or false. All right. Who's doing what? Today, I am going to give you a scenario, a story, if you will, about a time that may or may not have happened. Oh, and I will be the one that guesses correctly because I have a perfect streak and will never go wrong. You have a perfect streak. 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 
And you are going to be the human lie detector today. Are you ready, Jim? I am. I'm excited. I'm I'm okay. I'm ready to, to just keep my streak going strong. Keep that streak going. Because the more I build it up and the more prideful I get, the more entertaining it'll be for people when I screw it up. When you fall. <laughs> when you fall. I don't know if that's going to happen today or not, but uh, I, I got to be honest. I'm a little bit hesitant to tell this. Oh. Because oh, oh, sorry. I, I, I'm scared. <laughs> Started the altar music again for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it to me, brother. <laughs> I don't know if I could actually preach like that. I I don't know. I didn't Maybe know I, I could. I was that was fun. <laughs> Maybe there's something to that having that organ or whatever. I'm music telling you, I'm, I'm. You almost sounded like uh, what's the guy Shambach? back in the 90s? No, uh, Frank Kirk Franklin. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm like doing a Kirk Franklin song or something. There oh. you go. Yeah. All right, so here we are. I uh, this uh, this story is about myself. And uh, it it will may or may not be proof that I am not the angel you think I am. Because I do believe John is an angel, folks. He is a perfect you man. Do. Okay. Well, this uh, this this incident takes place in an undisclosed amount of time ago. Okay. And I was in the grocery store with my family, and I was really, 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 really wanting to to purchase something. But I did not have the uh, permission of my mother to purchase this. Okay. So I thought that I would be sneaky and sly and take the item and keep it out of her view until it was time to put it on the conveyor belt so that the, the check linester could <laughs> check it out and add it to our, our groceries. I think we've all attempted that trick. Yeah. Yeah. Have we? Yeah. Okay, well. Where, where you try to slide it on, and mom won't notice because there's just a yeah. billion things up there. There's yeah. a billion things there, and then you slide it off after the check linester uh, finishes their job. Yeah. Well, I forgot to place it on the conveyor belt. Ooh. And so it stayed on my person. And as I was walking, mom finished paying for everything, and the groceries were bagged. And we were headed out the door. And as we were headed out the door, I remembered that I did and not slide the item on the conveyor belt. And it was now on my person. And I had just become a thief. Oh. And I did not say anything. <laughs> I kept that item with, with, within my being. Oh. And I took that item home. And I attempted to consume that item in the privacy of my own bathroom. And I was busted because uh, it was very obvious. And I got a very hefty tongue lashing oh. and a whooping uh, because my grandmother was also there. And oh, as you know, she, she, she's the one that beat you on Christmas. I remember her. She's the one that, the one that caught me in the bathroom with, the, with trying to consume this item. And so, uh, and so I, uh, I, I got a spanking that day. And uh, my my record was tarnished, and now here before you all today, I stand a thief and confessing to my crime. Man, gosh. Oh, this is hard. See, you left out so many details that I have to use up my questions just to Mm. get them answered. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair, John. Okay. Well, you can ask as many questions as you want then. No, it's three. I'm still going to do it in three, but it's a cheap shot. I'm just going to say it right now. How old were you? My age would be between, and I I have to say this because I don't remember the exact year, but my age would have been between the ages of 10 and eight. What did you steal? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is even more embarrassing. <laughs> it, it was green Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid moron. <laughs> I wanted green Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> green Kool-Aid. Uh, is there any more to the story that you have left out that you would normally tell if we weren't playing this game? Uh, that's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah, um here's what I here's what I left out. 
I tried to mix it in the sink because it was a packet, right? Uh-huh. And um, that is so gross. To, <laughs> that is so gross because that's where all your sisters spit their their. <laughs> their hey, I didn't face. think about germs back then. Uh-huh. I hadn't, hadn't worked for the CDC yet. I didn't know about all those things that were living on your toothbrushes and stuff. Right. Uh, so, and if it makes you feel any better, I, I actually poured it into my mouth over the sink, and uh, I was going to mix water in to try and you know get oh. the. But you see, the stuff was unsweetened. And yeah, it was, and it's sour as mess. And I spit it out, and I had a big, big, huge green tongue. And okay, just before that was when my grandma she walked into the bath. She's like, "What are you doing?" And you're just, like, you got I'm going to have stuff. some Kool Aid. Where'd you get the Kool Aid? Um, the kitchen had it in there with the, and then she told on me. Okay, um, I've got two options here. Obviously, one that you are telling the absolute truth, which is where I'm at right now. But but there's also another option, and that is that part of the story is true and part of the story is not. Because I have taught you well. I have taught you that to tell a good story, to tell a good lie, you've got to start with the truth and wrap the lie around it. Right. And there's there's an extreme possibility that that packet of kool-aid never made it home and that conviction got a hold of you in the car and that you've just altered the story to make it sneaky (laughs) oh man so i'm gonna be honest right now i'm guessing i in the past in the past i have known with a lot of clarity that I have chosen correctly. This one, oh, it feels like the truth. And I, so for that reason, I want to say it's a lie, but I'm going to go with that this one is true. So you say this This, this story is a is true story, true. but I don't, I'm not, oh, let me, hold on. Give me a second, Dad, come it. Give me a second. <laughs> go with what you feel. Uh, know i don't know it was the false james i feel james. like it's i feel like it's a lie though i feel like there's something in there that makes this true story not true it's so i so believe i want to say that it's false but i'm gonna say but why would a kid steal green kool-aid i it, it makes all the sense in the world it does i'm gonna <laughs> say it's true that your story is true that's F- your final final answer, answer dad gummit Okay. Well, it looks like your streak remains. This is 100% true. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yep. Yeah, Grandma ratted me out. Yes! Oh, man, that was good, John. That was good. Was it? Because I feel like I've told that story before, but I'm not sure. It felt (laughs) familiar. I'm not going to lie. But I couldn't remember the outcome, and I thought there was some conviction that happened and that you had owned up to it, and that's where I was faltering. Um, oh, I owned up to it as soon as I was caught. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> oh. She was going to take me back to the store my mom was and make me talk to the manager and pay the 10 cents that it cost. Right, uh, right. Which I didn't have a job, so there's no way <laughs> I would have paid for you it. You can't she squeeze would've... blood out of a turnip. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So, chat room, but, what did you guys think? Did you think he was lying? What about people at home? I know you can't answer, but were you, where did you come out on this? Send us your responses. Be honest. Did he get you, or did you side mm. with me? So, it, it, well... I, I just never, I never felt a change in your voice. Like when you start lying, your voice usually changes and I never detected huh. that. And I'm like, is it, is it true or has he finally mastered the technique? <laughs> well, I haven't obviously <laughs> to tell stories that sound unbelievable yet. They're true. Yeah. That's the trick. Mm-hmm. You, you did it, man. You, you, I, I feel, I still feel like I got got. Because I I really really was on the on the line big time. Mm. I almost changed my answer to false, like like that you were lying. Because well, I just, Nate said that he was with you. Oh, and, uh, and Fluden's he he could tell I was lying. So. He, he thought you were lying, but you were yeah. not. Well, 
Uh, thank you for playing Human Lie Detector. My my streak is un unbroken. And uh, yeah, it's like three and zero oh so far. Four and zero, oh? three and zero. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Well, now it's time to do. Well, thank you. I I feel good about that. It's time to do Quiznos. 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 Where we quiz what you know. Hey. How you like that intro, man? I like it. Me and Christian worked that out last week, and he sent in some original uh, new uh, audio, and I mixed it in with the old uh, sound effect that we used to use and uh, put that little baby together. So That's awesome. Anyway, it's time to do what we do, and we quiz what you know. Today's quiz, John, is a true or false quiz. Oh, here is the way this is going to go. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to mention a fact or a falsehood. And at the end of it, you're going to tell me whether you think it's true or false. I will keep tabs on how many you get correct. And at the end of the quiz, we'll go back and tell you one by one which ones you got correct or wrong. So it's a little different than real-time feedback. Okay? Okay. All right. fun. I, I like it. Question number one. Gene Autry is the only person to be awarded stars in all five categories on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. These categories being film, television, music, radio, and live performance. True or false? Film, television. I'm going to say false. Okay. All right. Let me write that down. Good. Number two. The word Pez... <clears throat> you know, spelled P-E-Z, comes from the German word for peppermint, Pfeffermins. Pfeffermins? Yeah. <laughs> True or false? False. Okay. Dang, I keep typing G. <laughs> Home row keys, people. Uh, the hashtag symbol is technically called an octothorpe. True or false? The hashtag is called an octothorpe? Um, I'm going to say false on that too. All right. Number four, there are 11 U.S. states that have land further south than the most northern port, point, point of Mexico. Uh, 11 states that have land further south than the most northern point of Mexico. True or false? All right. I got to think. I got to think about this. Can I think about it? Yeah. Dun, 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 I'm going to say true. There are 11 states with that are further okay. south than the northernmost point of Mexico. All right. Number five. Defeated only once in roughly 300 matches, President Abraham Lincoln was inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame in 1992. President who? Abraham Lincoln? President Abraham Lincoln. True <laughs> or false? That's <laughs> false. 1992? World G. Wrestling Hall of Fame? The National Wrestling Hall of Fame in 1992. All right. Number six. Okay. It has been said that nearly 3% of the ice in the Antarctic glaciers is actually penguin urine. True or false? 3%? 3%. Antarctic ice? Yes. Peng- penguin Antarctic. pee. Penguin P. I'm going to say false. Okay. Why do I keep typing G? Because um, your hand needs to shift to the left a little bit. <laughs> it needs to stay where it is and quit shifting to the right. Uh, King Henry, number seven. King Henry the something, the seventh. I don't know. What's a, what's V-I-I-I-I? Is that eighth? V-I-I-I, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Yeah. King Henry the eighth had a groom. The- yeah, there's three eyes, so yeah. five, six, seven, eight. King Henry VIII had a groom of the stool whose job was to monitor and assist in the king's bowel movements. The role remained in existence until King Edward the Seventh uh, abolished it in 1901. True or false? I that sounds true. Okay, out of all of these, that's the one. True. Yeah. High-heeled shoes were originally created for men. True or false? True. Kenny Baker, who who played R2-D2 in the Star Wars franchise, once called Anthony Daniels, or C-3PO, the rudest man he had ever met. True or false? I say that sounds quite true. 
Yeah, I've always thought that guy was a butt. Because when they're interviewing everybody, they always interview him like by himself. <laughs> yeah, and he's—I mean, your character has to come out in your personality. Well, as well. Or your personality I, comes out in your character. And I think he's always thought he was too good for it, and like always has always hated C three PO. Like this is the only thing I've ever been known for, and I've done theater, and I've been on Downton Abbey, or something. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Anthony, Anthony Daniels. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. he's done, but. That's what he's known for, and I think he hates it. Anyway, number 10, baby porcupines are often, or or not often, scratch that. Baby porcupines are called porcupets. No. True or false? False. That's false. Okay, another G for you. There we go. Another G. All right. The answer for all 10 of these Mm. is true. No way. So Gene Autry was the first person to be awarded stars in all five categories in the Hollywood That's Hall of Fame. The only person. That's impressive. The only person. I thought it would have been Bing Crosby or something. No, but Gene, Gene Autry. Hanging Autry. in the rain. The word Pez does come from the German word for peppermint. Pfeffermint, uh, because there's a P, an E, and a Z. Pfeffermins in there. The hashtag symbol is technically called an octothorpe. Octothorpe. And you got it right about the 11 states having land further south than the northern part of Mexico. So that was good. All true. Um, Defeated only once in roughly 300 matches, President Abraham Lincoln was in fact inducted into the National Wrestling Hall of Fame in 1990 freaking two. I'm sure he's so proud. I bet he's rolling over in his grave and doing push-ups. That's what Four score and seven years ago, I was inducted into the Hall of Fame for wrestling. <laughs> that is definitely the Bill and Ted version of Abraham Lincoln right there. <laughs> That's right, dudes. Party on, dudes! Be <laughs> so, excellent to each other. <laughs> and uh, it, it has been said, whether it's true or not, it has been said that 3% of the ice in the Arctic glaciers are penguin pee. So, uh how can that be? Because there's a lot of penguins. Okay, and but I'm just and their pee freezes. They drink the water. They jump up on the ice. They pee. It doesn't make it back into the ocean. It freezes. Okay. I'm not here. Three percent. Three percent. That's incredible. It's a guess. I I would imagine, but you got right about the groom of stool. As gross as that is, they finally yeah. got rid of that in 1901. It's long overdue. Thank the Lord. Um, and then high heel shoes were indeed created for men. Thank, mm. Thankfully, we've we've moved on from that, too. Uh, baby yes. porcupines, though, are called porcupets, which is probably the cutest fact that Porcup- That's why I've I ever didn't heard. believe it, because porcupets just, that's too... It's it's E-T-T-E-S, like Smurfette, so it's porcupets. Oh, oh Okay. Gotcha. Makes a little more sense when you see it written yeah. out than than hearing it. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That was uh, the the thing, and and you did bad. I did. <laughs> I did. I didn't even get fifty percent. You got one, two, three, four, five, uh, six wrong out of ten. So I'm sorry, but that was Quiznos, where we quiz what you knows. I just want to play it where again. We quiz what you knows. So there Whoa. we go. I know. I don't know who those kids are, but I'm glad they were amazed by something on the internet because I, <laughs> I love it. You're going to get an email sometime later. Uh, you're going to have to see some dissent. Yes. Uh, because we are no longer excited about whatever we were excited about. All right. It's time for us to do a featured story. Let me tell y'all a story. Now, featured stories is where we just, one of us just tells a story and we don't do these all the time because not every week has a story big enough or awesome enough to become a featured story. But this week, my son had an experience that I believe will blow a little bit of your mind. It it was so amazing that none of us in the family believed his story until he told it in full detail. Um, Is he going to tell it to us live? No. I'm going to okay. tell it. Sorry. You know him. He doesn't talk on the on the microphone. He'll, yeah. He'll just be I like, this thing. Yeah, the the, that happened. Yeah. 
So and then anyway, when you turn the microphone off, he'll just blurt yeah. it all oh, out. Oh, right absolutely. Now. He's a great storyteller. He just doesn't want to talk on the microphone. So anyway, he, there. he goes to school around the corner in an inner city school. And uh, they don't have a lot of space because it's landlocked. It's, you know, a city block. And so they happen to be catacornered to a park. So when they do PE or anything like that, that's not gym related, they go across the street, across two streets, and uh, enter the park. And Jay told me that the other day um, he had noticed, uh, actually the whole class had noticed a hawk had been mm. sitting up in a tree, a big hawk. Everybody yeah. knew it was a hawk because the the PE teacher identified it as a hawk, and it would just sit there and watch them. And at one point, the teacher was trying to explain um, some of the rules of the game that they were going to play. And this one kid, um, probably the one I mentioned earlier, that was calling everybody... <laughs> A dumb butt. Names. Yeah. Uh, he was probably talking too much and he got sat down at a bench. And this bench happened to be underneath the tree where the hawk was. <laughs> and the kid was so scared that he, he, he behaved and raised his hand and begged and pleaded to be removed from the hawk sight. Because <laughs> apparently. When he went to go sit down, the hawk started squawking and making noises like it was upset. And I'm thinking, mm. I'm thinking when he's telling me, I'm like, I, I've seen this behavior before because he must have a nest up there or she, because uh, in Florida, my son would play uh, baseball, and mm -hmm. uh, we were at at this little area where there was like five different baseball t-ball you know mini uh ballpark things all smushed together in this one plot of land but right in the middle was one big pole with a whole bunch of lights that lit up the entire park at night and on top of that pole was a daggum hawk with a nest and nobody at that oh that hawk would squawk the entire time that oh. we were all there no matter what was no going way. on he, she was all ticked off like we had invaded her property and we didn't ask the hawk to be there. We didn't ask the hawk to set up shop in the middle of everything that was going on. It wasn't our fault. We didn't intrude on her world. She's oh. intruding on ours. So I was familiar with the concept. And so I, uh, I, I started listening to Jay's story, wondering if there was maybe a little bit more to it. He says, well, what happened today was I got attacked by the hawk. <laughs> oh. And I'm like, what? That's scary. He says, yes. He says, it the hawk was back today, and all of us were kind of keeping an eye on it, but we got told to play a game called Sheriffs and Citizens. And it, Sheriffs and Citizens? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> he says, it's a lot like cops and robbers, and after a moment of thought, he says, no, it's exactly like cops and robbers. I'm like, yeah, it just sounds <laughs> like sounds, sounds like a millennial renamed it is all it is. But uh, <laughs> sheriffs and citizens, it's not good guys and bad guys. There's no there's no guns or anything. We just play play nicely. Uh, anyway, so Jay said the hawk was back, and and this time it was sitting on a pole, a light pole, and Jay's base was the light pole, and oh, so he no. went over there and he stood underneath this pole. And the hawk started making noise. And before he knew it, the hawk lights up. Wings come out. Talons come out. Comes Ooh. way down on him. He said if he had, he ducked and he puts his hands up over his head. And he said if he hadn't ducked, the thing swooped right down where his head was. And he said the thing touched his hair. Whoa. Yes. Touched his hair. And I said, Jay... What did you learn about that? What did what did you, what was the takeaway from that? He said, "I learned that hawks are deadly." <laughs> so I'm like, "Really? Mm, Is there anything else you've learned? Like maybe stay?" Yeah, he said, "Yeah, stay away from hawks." I'm like, "Good, good, because you you should probably tell somebody that this hawk has attacked you because that's that's a big deal." And um, so he, he tells me about it, and I believe him because. I mean, the details that he Why put not? into it, yeah. and he's not a liar. And, you know, even if the hawk didn't intend to claw him, 
you know, it was definitely doing that thing that like swans do and geese do, right. flapping its wings at you, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And big, I, I believe that with all my heart. So I told my wife about it and she's totally, you know, just doesn't believe the story whatsoever. And until she hears it from Jay and, and just his tone and his, uh, <laughs> his conviction about that hawk, you can tell he had a life or in his mind anyway, he had a life or death situation occur. <laughs> so he had a moment. Uh, so maybe that's where experience. he got his bravery uh, to stand up for himself when when somebody wanted to take his turn sitting in the farm chair. So yeah, maybe yeah. that's what that's what the devil swooped in like a hawk. Yes, take away his farm chair experience. Tell us, tell us, tell us about it. There was no way that young man was going to give up that farm chair experience. No, no. And he th- said to that hawk, Be gone from me, hawk. You shall not take my hair today. Well, this is the time when I shall take my farm chair and enjoy it to myself. Amen. Can somebody shout amen? Amen. 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 Yeah. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Well, I, it, 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 this is inspiring. It's something about the music. <laughs> wow. I felt it, like Billy Graham for a second there. <laughs> you almost did his voice. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to close that door and open the door to your heart. <laughs> and let can... the hawk of the Holy Spirit come in. That's right. <laughs> so I teased Maybe Jay. Franklin. I teased Jay and so told him, because he's, he's a kid and he loves jokes like this, cheesy jokes. I'm like, I'm glad, glad he didn't grab the side of your head. And rip off the sides of your hair because you'd have a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually yeah. pretty good. <laughs> so he liked that. A mohawk, like that. Dad, you're the best. You come you're, up with the you're best so jokes funny. about almost dying. That's like you know. Now I'm not as funny to them. Uh, my daughter, especially, who's a oh, yeah, uh, yeah. freshman in high school, and I and I tell her, I'm like, guys, it's not me that's changed. I'm I'm telling the same jokes I've always told. It's you guys. Yeah. You guys have ruined our lives. You've so, changed. You've changed. It's you. It's your fault. All and, about you. And everybody in the family despises you for it. That's what that's what I tell them. <laughs> so it's it's from the heart. Uh let's do some listener stories real quick. Do it. Is there anybody yes, there is. This one's called Reckless RV, and it comes to us from Lauren Hayes. And you want to talk about stories that you can't believe are true? This is one of them. Ooh, I like already. Once my family of six decided we wanted to rent an RV and drive from Arizona to Yellowstone. After a long time, we almost made it to the park when all of a sudden a car had stopped in the middle of the freeway right in front of us. So doing what any normal person would do, my dad swerved into the other lane and we saw that other cars on the freeway had pulled aside And all these people had gotten out with their cameras. Then, bam, we ran over something huge. It felt like a huge blunder in the road. I don't know what a blunder in the road is, but that's what it sounds like. And these people start to give us the bird. Because, no, it was not a huge boulder. Oh, it was a boulder. Oh, a boulder in the road. A boulder in the road. It was a turtle crossing the road. Oh, my God. So all these cars had been pulled aside and pulled over, letting this turtle pass. And this dad in the RV... It swerved past all of them, not knowing, mm-hmm. and hit the dang turtle and squished Boom! it. <laughs> Yikes! So, That's gross and so terrible. Kind of funny at the same time. Nine-year-old me was very scared, but we continued on our trip away from the angry humans. Once we arrived in the park, we decided to spend the night at a nearby RV park. The next morning, we started to drive off when we heard this loud boom. My dad stops the car, gets out, proceeds to wake each of us up to come look at what had happened. It turns out my younger brother had left the awning on the side out as we drove off with the awning out and hit another RV, leaving a gaping hole in some stranger's living room. Oh, no. Needless to say, that awning was left behind and our budget was getting very low. But we still needed to experience the beauty of Yellowstone, so we continued on. Parking at the next stop, my brother's dad... Or my brother's dad and I decided to go for a hike as my mother made tomato soup. On our hike, we saw a mama bear and her cubs and immediately had to get down on the ground because we were so close and she was mad to see our beautiful faces. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So I freaked out 
When we started hiking back up the hill to the RV without eating and without eating our soup, my dad drove off. So now we're back on the highway driving around the mountain and I'm chilling on the couch when suddenly everything took another turn for the worse. As my brother falls out of the bunk bed and onto the floor, tomato soup spilling all over the carpets and onto the walls as we crash into the back of a car. What? This then, then this car proceeds to crash into another car which moves forward and hits a third car. Let me tell you, these families were not pleased with us. In our defense, we were turning the mountainside and they were stopped taking pictures on the highway and there was nowhere to swerve to. Now, as a child, I was scared for my dad's life. He was being cursed at, yelled at, threatened. I thought maybe we weren't just losing this RV. We were going to lose my dad to these three angry, angry families. Eventually, things got sorted out and insurance got expensive. By that time, we were done. So we drove until we could reach another RV park. Then after six hours, due to a snowstorm, the cops sent us back another six hours. No RV park in sight. My family gave up. We found a hotel, and we stayed in that hotel. And we never wanted to leave, but eventually we did leave. And when we left, this meant we had to return to our, the RV back to the renter. And let me tell you, he was very shocked at the sight of the new red walls and carpets, the missing awning, and the dented front. What an adventure. Since this trip, I can say my family will never be renting an RV again, and we are now cautious not to run over any turtles, especially in front of tourists. (laughs) Yours officially, Lauren Hayes. Oh, my goodness. I wrote that girl, Lauren Hayes, and I said, I just wrote back. I said, is this true? (laughs) She says, yes. Ha, ha, ha. She said, that's what my writing teacher and my friends asked me as well. Thanks for taking the time to read it, though. It's always fun to share. And I said, well, thanks for confirming. So wow, it was a real story as far as, as far as she's concerned. It lot, you know, sounds like a movie plot to me. Yeah. This is like a subplot to one of the vacation movies. Yeah. With, uh, Chevy Chase and man, you could write a movie. The, uh, Yellowstone family vacation. Oh, well, we've got another story. It's from Stephen Forrester. It's called wordy dirt. And uh, here it is. It's from a very Uh sheltered uh, young man. Here we go. Hey, James and John. My name is Stephen Forrester. I just started listening to podcasts back in January of this year, and yours was one of the very first ones that I listened to. Yay! Got a story for you today that involves myself and my younger brother, Josh. Now, to give you some context here, we were raised in a very conservative, independent Baptist, homeschool Christian family. I believe at the time we were four and five years old, or maybe three and four, something like that. But here's what happened. My brother and I were playing outside, and... Suddenly, I found myself running inside, crying and all upset because my younger brother had said a swear word, or at least what I thought was a swear word. I was so upset because we were not supposed to use that kind of language. And uh, mom was all like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I said, Josh said a dirty word. And she was trying to get me to say what it was because she needed to deal with this situation. You're not going to check me, woman. And I wouldn't say the word. I, I couldn't repeat it. And so she tried for several minutes to get me to repeat what my brother Josh had said. I finally broke down and told her, and this was what I said. Josh said... Asparagus. <laughs> That's how sheltered we were as kids. I thought asparagus was a dirty word. Turns out, years later, I'm 29 years old. When I tried to eat asparagus just recently, I still hold that it is a dirty word because asparagus <laughs> is gross. Thanks so much, guys. Hope you enjoyed the story. Um, I love your show. Looking forward to hearing more from you guys in the future. God bless. I guess oh, it determines how you pronounce it. You know, maybe the brother did emphasize asparagus, you know, or something like or- that. Asparagus. <laughs> he got two Aspiragoy. of them. He got two of them in there. Maybe yeah. maybe that's what it was. Like astronaut. Maybe it should be donkey sparaga donkey. <laughs> <laughs> he said a double bad word, mom. Yeah, I love that. What did he say, Billy? Because I want to beat two kids. <laughs> I want to whoop two of them tonight. I want to do that. <laughs> You ain't catching me, Mom. I'm not. I'm no. I'm no dummy. Never. I can't even oh. spell it. You know, it's got more than four word letters. So, anyway, thanks, Stephen Forrester, for a great story. Yes, sir. Great Appreciate story. It. Hey, I got one for you. All right. This comes to us from Samuel Mathis, and this is titled "Nursing Home Nuggets." Ooh. I almost feel like I should read this with an NPR voice, <laughs> but I won't. I'll just read it because that. It'd be strange. I don't know. I'm a therapist in a few nursing homes in my area. 
And if you've ever spent much time in such places, you know some pretty strange things can happen. I don't have any long stories, but I thought I'd share a small collection of memorable interactions I've had with some of the residents over the years. I like that he calls them residents. Uh, A few months ago, I was working with a patient in our therapy room when another gentleman walked in and took a seat next to us. He is known around the facility for being pleasantly confused, but this time he seemed serious and troubled. After sitting down, he turned to me and said, what do you call these Koreans? And I I responded with a smile and said, Koreans? After a good 30 (laughs) seconds of thought, he turned back to me and said, I call them, insert racial slur here. Oh, Oh, I don't (laughs) even know what that that would be. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Anyways, he uh, he got up and left the room and 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 as abruptly as he came in. All right, all right, we have Korean listeners. We have always had some amazing Korean listeners. If you're still out there, <laughs> maybe educate us on the email. <laughs> send us yeah, an email. Peter, send us a note, please. Peter, you, yeah, hook us up. <laughs> I wonder what Korea is up to. I know he's he's living his life, man. I, yeah. I I bumped into him on Facebook a while back, but well, that's cool. Yeah, he's family man now. Awesome. Well, they they do grow up. They do. Uh, another time he writes. Samuel continues. I uh, another time I was working on standing up to. Wait, I was working on standing up to a walker with a sweet old lady. Uh, maybe he's helping the sweet old lady use a walker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was the kind of gal that always wanted her makeup and hair done every morning, despite being in a nursing home. Well, I guess we stood up one time too many because when she exerted herself to stand up, she blew out a shockingly loud fart. (laughs) We usually try not to laugh at such things. That's why I'm not in that job. Yes. Uh, But uh, so as to not embarrass our residents, but my coworkers and I were about to die this time. After an unbearably long silence full of stiff, stifled laughter, she looked around the room, smiled and said, we shall never speak of this. <laughs> <laughs> never. We shall never speak of this. Never. That's so good. Uh, I would never speak of that, of course. No. But, you know, Stephen or Samuel just let the cat out of the bag on this one. So Yes, now, he did. Now it's a famous thing. It's famous. Sorry, lady. Uh, several years ago, I was walking down the hall by a resident's bathroom when I heard grunts and thumping sounds concerned i knocked on the door and asked the guy if everything was all right all i heard was more of the sounds remembering that he was uh, very hard of hearing i cracked the door and asked louder having finally he heard me he shouted i got one hanging and i'm trying to shake (laughs) (laughs) what was that john you kind of tapered off there bud (laughs) come on get it out I can just hear this guy. I got one hanging. I'm trying to shake it loose. (laughs) (laughs) I closed the door and barely contained my laughter only to step out into a hallway to see some other coworkers and family members of other residents trying not to laugh as well. (laughs) I got one hanging. I'm trying to shake it loose. I've fallen. I can't get up. Oh, I need that to be a sound bite. (laughs) Just... (laughs) Just right there. I'm going to mark it. All right. Well, thanks for all you do. I've listened to the show for several years, and I feel like I know you guys. Whether they make the cut or not, I hope you get a kick out of my stories. Samuel Mathis. Samuel, congratulations. Good story, man. Yes, well told. Yes, 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 yes. I fell out of my chair, actually, just (laughs) Just (laughs) clapping. (laughs) Now I'm the one hanging and I can't shake it loose. You you just got shook loose. That's the absolute truth. Well, guys, that is our show for today. Can you believe it already? It was so much fun. Oh, man. Do you have any stories about ruining an RV and running over a turtle? How about... uh, being in a pleasant prison with your twin dad. Mm-hmm. You have any stories about uh, asparagus? Attacked by a hawk. Or attacked by a hawk? Or do you have any good nursing home nuggets? Whatever stories you have, we would like to hear them. Send them in, email or audio, to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story today, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at That Story Show. And review us in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us at. Uh, another place you could review us would be in Stitcher or FM 
Player FM, I think, is another spot. Anyway, if you like the show, also check out Red School Bus. It's a show I do with my daughter, and it's a lot of fun for kids and the whole family at rsbcast.com or look it up in iTunes. And thanks to our patrons for your support with special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janu Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club today and get more from your favorite podcast. I mean, we... We do a lot of things. Let me just mention, not only do we do bonus audio for every single uh, episode, there's also monthly game code giveaways, um, and you get behind-the-scenes information that you just don't get anywhere else. Check it out today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you next week. I missed my mark. Bye, John. Bye, James. (laughs) I got one hanging. I'm trying to shake it loose.